0: You are Locked On Tigers, your daily Detroit Tigers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? We are back here for a Wednesday, October 6th edition of Locked On Tigers. I am, of course, your host, Scott Bentley. Thank you. For making locked on tigers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, as y'all are very aware. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our locked on rooms. All right, so uh, so we did have a lot of tigers news today. So just uh, today's show, we will be covering uh, teams that do not make the postseason in general, have uh, like a big uh, press day after the season ends. And that is what we will be covering. The Tigers had that. A.J. Hinch got asked a ton of questions. Alavila got asked a ton of questions uh, about everything, about the direction of the offseason, the, the season that just finished, the recap of this year, uh, the plan going into next year talked about prospects talked everything and and anything you can imagine it was kind of it's just like a, a media day frenzy that they do at the end of every season which is a, a content machine so we will literally just spend all three segments today's entire show just breaking down uh, the the things that were said the, the comments that were made by the uh, by mostly Hinch and Avila I guess um chris doesn't come out of chris illich doesn't come out of hiding very often uh was not very not very vocal so it really just uh really just al and and aj out there fielding questions most of the day um but got a lot of content out of it talked about a lot of different stuff so that is what we will spend uh, today's show doing no like different segment breakdown. Just the entire show talking about some of the questions that were asked and their answers and all that kind of good stuff. So, welcome, and let's let's talk about some stuff. So, uh, all of these quotes will be via like beat writers. Um, the uh, Cody Stavenhagen, fantastic guy and a fantastic beat writer for the Athletic, Jason Beck. Very good as well. Um, some stuff from Chris McCoskey. All and, and like the quotes are all the same, right? No matter who they're talking to. Uh, but just so you are aware of where I'm getting these exact quotes from, uh, getting them, getting them from all the beat, the best, the best in the biz, Evan Petzold. There's the best, best beat writers in town. Uh, so, right off the bat. Okay, one of the first questions he's asked is, is obviously, as, as it should, is about the spending this offseason and about what, is, uh, what the plan is. If we're going to go out and spend money, we haven't spent money in half a decade. So it's, it's natural for once the team starts winning a little bit again, for people to, to be like, hey, are we actually going to open the, uh, the old checkbook this year? And his response, Alavila's response, I should say, was, quote, this is not going to be spending like a drunken sailor. This is going to be a very measured process. Uh, but he also said that there is, quote, there is no fear factor when it comes to uh, to spending big money either. So interesting start to, uh, to the afternoon and in the morning for those of us who, uh, who got up and, and kept track of this. This kind of, whatever you want to call it, press conference, media day thing. Uh, Interesting start to have one of the first quotes come out be about uh, a drunken sailor. That was certainly an an interesting start to the afternoon. Um, I I get what he's trying to say here. And and look, the thing is, Alavila doesn't like say anything. He is like the the most coach-speak. Like I'm gonna talk a lot without actually saying anything of value, human being, like on the planet. I mean, truly, it's 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 remarkable how many words can come out of this dude's mouth without actually saying anything. It's it's honestly impressive. It's an art at this point. Um, so you're gonna see a theme throughout that AJ's uh, quotes are a lot a lot juicier and full of a lot more content than Al's are, but. Uh, you do get kind of get what he's trying to say. You you just hope that it isn't that that he isn't going to be scared either. And he did say there is no fear factor or whatever. You get what he's trying to say, right? He's trying to say we're not just going to spend money willy nilly and just go out and and drop you know a hundred million dollars in an off season and just fling around AAV that is. Uh, and, and just fling around money and, and just bring in every single big name free agent for no reason. I, I, I get what he's saying. But at the same time, this is a fan base that is earning, that is dying to bring in a big name free agent. Has been asking for it for a while. When you first started the rebuild, you told everybody 2020. That was a blatant lie. And now we're at a point where everybody realizes, everybody. Outside sources, inside sources, out fans of, of not the tigers, fans of the tigers. Everybody realizes that this is the tigers opportunity. Everyone. So you, you have you have to. You have to. I understand not wanting to spend stupid, man. I I, I get it. You don't want to be like those early 2010s Marlins teams or or even like the 07 Tigers or or even the 2016 Tigers, right? You don't want to you don't want to just spend to spend and I I get that. I get that, but I don't think this fan base wants to hear right now that their GM I don't think this fan base wants their general manager to I almost just said general motors. I don't think this fan base wants their general manager to, to come out and say, oh, well, like, we might spend, or we're going to spend smart. That no, well, that's stupid. Like, obviously you want the GM to spend smart. I, I just don't think people want to hear this hesitation, that's all. I, I really don't. I I don't think this fan base is, is on the edge of their seat, like, oh, let's hear what, what the man in charge has to say, you know, he, he's saying – He's saying that we don't want to be stupid and we want to play it safe. I don't think that's it. I don't think people want to hear that we're trying to play it safe again. I think people are done with playing it safe. People want talent. Go out and make it happen. Damn it. Bring in a shortstop. Bring in a starter. That At a minimum. You, you got to do that. You got to bring in a shortstop. You have to. You got to bring in another starting pitcher. You have to. Uh probably a a good one. Probably like a like a top of the rotation one or two starter. Cuz I I love the current staff as is. We don't have like a present ace. I don't even think we have anything close to an ace currently. Not that not that the the three-headed monster the kids won't develop into them because I think they will. I think very highly of of Mize, Manning, Scuble. and I think they will develop into that talent. But twenty twenty two strictly, you you want the, to go into the year with a with a top end rotation, proven talent. You don't want to rely on only um, only development. You got to bring in some talent, and you Lord knows you need a shortstop. You have zero in the entire organization. Ryan Kreidler, I guess, but that we'll get into that later. Um so that that was to kick it off the day. That was like one of the first one of the first quotes to kind of kick us off, which was uh, rather interesting. Then uh one of the questions that was asked was is shortstop the Tigers number 1 priority this offseason? Asked directly, number 1 priority. And Avila's quote is I think it's more broad-based than that. One player is not going to determine everything. I think we have several needs and we'll tackle the offseason looking at everything that would be at our disposal. So basically he said nothing. That there's not even really like any in-depth analysis on that. He he literally said nothing. Hey, is the Tiger is the shortstop? The Tigers' number one priority? Well, we have a lot of needs and we're going to fill them. Okay. Thanks, Al. That's definitely what we asked. Thank you for answering the question. Okay, we'll get into uh, the rest of these uh, questions that were kind of fired away at Hinch and Avila, including some really nice and and honestly, at some points, kind of funny Hinch quotes. Uh, but first, got to talk to everybody about Green Room. Spotify Green Room, baby. This episode is brought to you by Green Room. Green Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans the app is free to download and once you're in you can talk with fans athletes insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport green room's the perfect place to start joining conversations about the league you uh you'll find fans just like you on green room for watch parties debates post-game breakdowns and of course reacting to big news and rumors you need to find locked on hosts across the nba mlb and nhl i'll be joining the app soon so be sure to get started and I'll meet you all there. Go download the free Green Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, join the NFL, MLB, NHL, whatever group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. I can't wait to join you all on the app and I'll be sure to let you know when Lockdown Tigers room is live. Download the free Green Room app today. Green Room is changing the way that we talk sports. And I also got to talk to you all about our best friends over at BetOnline.ag. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, BetOnline is the number one spot for all your pro and college football action this season. With the new site interface, even more odds, props, contests, BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use promo code LockedOn. To receive your bonus from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait. Take advantage of the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. online, where the game starts. And we are back here for segment two. Thanks for making Lockdown Tigers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, as you all know. Let's get into uh, some more of these quotes, some more of these questions that were asked by, uh, by by. the best in the biz. We we really are spoiled here, in uh, in Detroit. We have very very good beat writers that cover the team very well, and um, all kind of have a different personality of how they cover too, which I like. I, I think that gives uh, different perspectives on things. You're not just seeing the same report, you know, six times from from six different people. I, I really like that a lot. So we are uh, we are very grateful for the beat writers we have here, and they they were they were. Their thumbs were flying around today. Had a, had a, lot, of, a lot of tweeting going on. Um, okay, so we've gone over the drunken sailor, and we've gone over the um, the shortstop being the number one priority, and Alavila just saying nothing in response. A.J. Hinch, one of his big quotes, I want to give you guys some bulletin board material to put out there and say that I'm declaring we're going to be a playoff team. But I'd like to meet my team again before I talk about where we're going to be next October. So, he's basically saying that this year's team is not next year's team. In the sense that there are going to be a lot of changes this offseason. That's how I interpret it. You, you, I mean, I guess everybody, that's why I'm reading these quotes out loud as well. So you can, if you interpret it a different way, you can interpret it a different way. That's fine. I interpret that as him saying, I don't know what my 26-man roster is going to be next year. And this offseason is, there, there's going to be a lot of, of personnel moving. There's going to be a lot of player movement. The the final team on, on game 162 that you saw this year is not going to be the team that is opening day in 2022. That's how I interpreted that. The, the, just uh, hinting at AJ, hinting at a lot of moves being made. And I'm not saying we're going to be some, you know, bring in 15 new guys team. I, I think we have a pretty solid foundation here. But I, I do think that that he's implying that that we're going to bring in, uh, we're going to bring in people. And whether that's the the big name. You know, two hundred fifty mil plus dudes like like the Correas or, or Seeger or Story or whatever the world, or whether that's you know Brad Miller. <laughs> that that's yet to be seen. But I I, I interpret that as uh, AJ just saying you know I, I'm not going to say anything yet. I'm very confident in the team going forward, but. The the team I have right now is not the team that will be be on opening day in 2022. That's just my interpretation. He also said, if we can get somebody who can drive us there 100 miles per hour, then I'll hop in the seat and we'll drive it. If not, we're going to have to find other ways to get to 90-plus wins. That's what we do. So, that one, kind of interesting, right? Basically saying... Uh, if there's one big signing we can make to help push us over the top, AJ's all on board. But if he's not, we're still going to win anyway. If, if that signing doesn't happen, we're still going to win anyway. Which is very, you know, he's the manager of the team. That's probably a decent mindset to have, right? Um, we also this is was one of the biggest uh, was one of the biggest. Stories of the day. To be honest with you, AJ Hinch makes an announcement that uh, he officially announces that Gregory Soto will be the closer in 2022. If you remember this past off season and throughout the entire this season, he refused to use the word closer. He he had a he had a lot of solid arms, a surprising amount of solid arms in the bullpen this year. Wanted to use them all situationally. And while Gregory Soto ended up being the ninth inning guy most of the time, he never wanted to use the word closer. And the day after the regular season ends, or I guess two days after the regular season ends, he he goes out there and immediately says, oh yeah, by the way, Gregory Soto is the closer of the future. So he says, uh, Gregory Soto is our closer. He might pitch the seventh, the eighth, or the ninth, or sometimes even the sixth. But he is our closer and then he made a joke about first person to tweet it wins. So he's gonna be used situationally still, but uh, the, the label of closer is I mean it's it's objectively important, right? Whether your opinion of of how to manage a bullpen, no matter what your opinion of how to manage a bullpen is, having that title and having that that you know that uh, yeah, that, that title next to you is is so valuable. Uh, and, and, basically that just, he, he's going to get the ninth and look, Gregory Soto took a lot of steps forward this year. He really did. He's got a lot of command issues. He still needs to work out. Um, but I, I certainly believe in the future of Gregory Soto and I am in absolutely no place as I don't think anyone is to really disagree with AJ Hinge. So if that's his take, then, then I'm all on board. I, I, I love it, obviously, um, the uh, the other thing I want to address here before our uh, our last break is the Tigers outfield. We talked about, a couple of weeks ago now probably, on one of the last off days of the year I think, or maybe it was a rainout or something, we talked about uh, potential, or no I think it was a mailbag, I think it was our last mailbag we did. I uh, answered questions about possible free agent targets and such, and um I brought up the possibility of us playing a a decent role in the center field market. And I thought that it kind of made sense. We have a lot of bodies out there, but not all of them are like proven full 162 at the major league level type players. Really, I I would say most of them aren't. Eh, I don't know. But we do have a lot of bodies out there. And so outfield was a question that was asked, and his response, Al Avila's response, I want to make it clear whether it's Hinch or Avila, because I feel like that's very important. Uh, Avila's response on the outfield was, if there's an opportunity to capitalize on something, maybe we look at it, but right now, it's not an area of concern. To your point, you have Riley Green coming. Avila wouldn't exactly say as uh, Cody Stavenhagen says, Avila wouldn't exactly say when he expects Green to debut, but it sounds like that he uh, that he will certainly debut next season. So, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. So I, I take that as Avila basically saying we're not going to play in the outfield market. I, I he he actually admits at some point that we have areas of concern we need to work on, and we have like holes specifically starting pitching and shortstop. He does admit that that we need to be in those markets. When asked about outfield, he straight up said it's not an area of concern. Now, the outfield for this team going forward, well, for 2022 specifically, okay, we'll, we'll just look at next year. The outfield for next year's team, you have Grossman, Badu, Reyes, Hill, Daz Cameron, and Riley Green. That is six outfielders. Six major league-ish outfielders. Grossman is a lock. Badu is a lock to make the team at a minimum. Whether he's a lock to be an everyday starter or yet to be seen, but he's a lock to make the team. Okay, so that's two outfielders you're carrying off rep. Then you have the, the Reyes, Hill, Daz Cameron carousel for, I mean, I don't know if you want to carry five outfielders, uh, but I guess they did on opening day this year. That changed very quickly, but they, but they did go into 2022 with five outfielders. So I guess that that's possible. And then, yeah, you would have Riley Green coming up pretty quickly, right? You'd have Riley Green... Uh, relatively soon, there. At least, the I, I think most people's assumption is Riley Green would be called up pretty pretty quickly. So that's that's then six. That's then six outfielders. So I it, I get it. I, I very much get that there's a lot of bodies out there, but Hill has yet to prove that he can. Uh, the injury thing is not fair. He, The kid plays hard. I love that he plays hard. I hope he, he never stops playing hard. Um, I'm, I'm never going to be like, oh, you get injured too much. I think that's kind of a cop-out thing historically when analyzing a player. Um, assuming full health for everybody, Hill has yet to prove that he can be a, a plus bat through like 162 at the major league level. Yeah. Uh, and Daz Cameron certainly has yet to prove he can be a plus bat really at, at any period of time at the major league level. So uh, I'm not sure those two are like set in stone, you know, full season options. Victor Reyes is Victor Reyes. We all know what Victor Reyes is. We, we, we know what we're going to get out of him. He's, he's not going to surprise everybody and be something he's not in a good or probably a bad way to his credit either. So um we know we know what Vic is. He's going to be a fourth or fifth outfielder. Badu had a fantastic rookie year. We'll never slander him. Deserves all the credit in the world. But he's still a, a he's going to be 23, right? He's still a still a kid and going into his second MLB season. And then Robbie's a a, a veteran and a, and a lock. So as much bo- as many bodies as we have out there. It's interesting to me that we're just completely kind of removing ourselves from the market, given the the youth, and then Riley Green obviously has yet to take a at bat in the major league level. It's interesting that we're just completely removing from ourselves from a market in which we we have a lot of bodies, but not a lot of stability. I guess that's how I want to word it. So I, I just found that very interesting, and, I, and I'm like, I'll I'm okay with it. I'm I'm not. This isn't me all up in arms saying, oh, this is stupid. We we need to sign a center fielder or whatever. Um, it's just, there were two very clear paths and I, I was probably leaning toward signing someone. And, uh, so I just thought it was very interesting that, uh, that, that, that is what was said about the Tigers outfield situation going into the off season. All right, let's get into, uh, the last bit of some, uh, some juicy quotes here for the day. First though, got to talk to y'all about Bill Barr, coconut, cherry, raspberry, mint, brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate my favorite flavor every everybody knows by now it's the orange the orange and cookies and cream man if you don't have a favorite flavor you get the mixed box that's my favorite thing to get built bar sends me a mixed box two of each of the nine flavors it's a beauty it's clutch it's fun it's awesome not only are built bars the test the the test basting the best tasting but they're also healthy too 17 to 18 grams of protein calories from 130 to 180 Uh, only 4 to 5 grams of sugar, and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. Amazing flavors, all tasty and all healthy. Order today, get the raspberry, get the cherry, get whatever you'd like. Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. So go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off of your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, everybody, we are back here for our final segment of Locked on Tigers. I am your host, Scout Bentley. I did say the date today. I nailed it. Wednesday, October 6th. All right, let's get into the last few quotes here. When asked about starting pitching, Avila said, I would say that an established starter would be a necessity. And he also said, I look at it as important as the shortstop position at this point. So there, there was some controversy, not controversy, there was some debate over what an established starter means, right? We had a couple of our beat writers here, I would say an established starter would be a necessity, uh, and took that as we need like a top-end, ace-level pitcher, and we had some other beat writers that took that as, yeah, we need like a solid mid rotation established starter that can eat some innings. So, so it's a little blurred lines there on what the uh, what the interpretation of established starter quite means. But the fact that he said it was as important as shortstop, which is, uh, I like bar none, the most important area of need on this team right now. Makes me believe that that we might be bigger players in the starting pitching market than initially thought. Makes me think that. It's just like like shortstop. I mean, at this point, I, I would almost rather just no one played the position than anyone currently in this entire organization next year. I would rather we just send eight dudes out there, which is obviously very dramatic. But like I'm trying to prove a point. Okay, We need a shortstop. We need one. You cannot go this offseason without short signing one. Like, you literally need one. And so for him to say that an, an established starter is as important as that is very, very big to me and very, very eye-opening to me being my opinion of how big of a need shortstop is. So it'll be interesting. The starting pitching market is uh, is pretty... It's pretty decent this year it's not it's not any like historic ridiculously good one uh but but it's solid there's a lot of you know mid to top end rotation type of talent out there this year um and then obviously the the big rumors about justin verlander coming home would would uh would would topple on that as well be interesting to see if that's kind of if, if the Verlander signing is mixed in and included in that, or if Justin Verlander, like, oh, we're going to bring Justin home, but we also need, like, another starter. You know what I mean? Like, is Verlander part of that, if that's a thing or not? it be interesting to see, man. I'm really, really pumped for this offseason. Really, really pumped. Um, here's one of the funniest quotes of the day. A.J. Hinch He was asked about signing like a top-end big money free agent. He said, I'll be the first one up here holding the jersey and loving life. I'll kiss Avila on the cheek in front of all of you. But he also then said it doesn't take a big splash to win and it's not the end-all be-all. So a very like manager answer about like, hey, if we don't get anyone, we're still going to be good next year. But... I mean, very clearly, I mean, he literally said he'd kiss Al Avila on the cheek in front of everybody if we signed one. So, like, take that as you will. But I I would say that that means he wants a big name uh, starter. Avila added on to the fear factor comment and said there's no fear factor in signing a big contract. But at the same time, we're not looking at, at it as, oh, we have to make a big splash. It's about making the right decisions and about making this a winning team. Uh, the last thing, I think the last thing, I wanted to cover was the coaching staff next season. Um, A.J. Hinch was asked about his staff, and he said that the entire coaching staff outside of first base coach will, uh, will return. And first base coach was uh, Barty, Camaro Barty. He took over after Chip Hale, who was a is widely regarded as an incredible coach, uh, but Chip Hale, if you all remember, left to go sign with Arizona, I believe University of Arizona, I believe, take over that program. So, um, to be part of their coaching staff in the middle of the season because we had such a good coaching staff that two coaches in the middle of the year just got poached. So, uh, Barty was the first base coach. He will interview for the job. Uh, and, and has a chance of, of still coming back, but the the tiger Hinch and, and Avila are going to bring in other interviewers as well. Uh, and it sounds like Barty plans on staying within the Tigers organization regardless. It's just a matter of whether it's first base coach or not. Is 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 what uh, Cody Stavenhagen reported. Um. So that that was like the biggest thing. I I think that's pretty important that the entire coaching staff decided that they were. Uh, that that they are coming back, and it was a mutual thing, um, and I think that that's it. I think that that's it. I think that that is most of the uh, most of the quotes there. Really, just I'm I'm so excited for the off season, man. I'm so excited. Oh my goodness. Okay, so there are just a few more uh, a few more quick bullet points. I'll, I'll rile off here before I send y'all on your way um catcher was brought up and Avila made it pretty clear that that was't a, a need within the organization that, that was needed to address with Rogers out all of next year. Eric Haas had had a great breakout year, but I think that the organization, at least after today, it, it sounds like the organization views him more as a as a solid backup kind of utility. He can DH sometimes, he can play corner outfield sometimes he can back up catch sometimes then like uh, he's going to be an everyday starting catcher option. That's very much the vibe that I got. And it sounds like that catcher, uh, the catching market seems to be something that we will be involved in. And the interesting thing about that is that the catcher free agent market is putrid. It is horrid. There's there's pretty much not a single person in, in the entire—Buster Posey's option is going to get picked up by the Giants. There's no way we're getting him— So that, I mean, the entire, like the best catcher available is like a, probably going to be a backup catcher for wherever he signs. Like this is a really, really weak catching market, which is why it would have been cool to get Rio last year. But that's another point. Um, So I, it'll be interesting to see whether that means like maybe trade a mid-level prospect. I mean, obviously none of the big guys are big prospects are going to be even close to touchable. Um, But it'll be interesting. I'll be interested to see kind of what around winter meetings time, especially what, uh, what comes out of that and, and, and what comes out of the, uh, what comes out of all of the, uh, the catching market and, and who's going to be, I think it's going to be a surprise. I, I think the starting catcher next year is someone that like nobody has on their radar to be our catcher at the moment, which is kind of exciting. um, what else did I want to bring up? Um, Matthew Boyd was brought up. Uh, he basically, Avila didn't want to talk about it at all. It was kind of awkward, honestly. Uh, it sounds like that he will there will be a, a negotiation with him because Boyd has uh, another year of arbitration. So it'll be interesting to see kind of what the decision is going to be going forward with him. Been decent, but not like super great and very very injury prone over the last two and a half years so uh, I I mean honestly like and I don't say this lightly if it wasn't for his first half of 2019 I, I'm not even sure uh, I'm not even sure it would be a discussion I, I think if, if you take out Matt Boyd's First half of 2019 and how good he was. I I genuinely am not sure it would even be like, oh, do we bring him back? Do we not? I think we would probably just cut ties with him. So that'll be a super interesting development. One of the, maybe the biggest kind of like limbo name out there for the team right now before the non-tender date, but uh, but definitely something to keep an eye on for. Um, And... Lastly, he was asked about trading top prospects. Avila made it very clear uh, that that's like not gonna happen. Top prospects not gonna be traded whatsoever. So, and that's like incredibly expected and like obviously, you know, duh. Okay, that's it. I just want to rattle those off really quick because there was stuff that uh, that I forgot initially. And that's it. So a, a really successful day, and uh, yeah, we got we got some. You know, non-tender rumors coming up as that date approaches. It'll be very, very, uh, very, oh, man, I'm so excited for the offseason. So excited for the offseason. Glad the Tigers gave me a lot of content to talk about today. Uh, I'm sure you guys are as well. Hopefully I delivered it decently. Um, yeah, I think that's all I got. Thank you guys for listening. Peace and love. Go to Therapy's Dope. And I will catch you all tomorrow, as always. Go Tigers, baby.